Hello everybody, welcome back to the very my own my very own podcast, the radio industry and music life. Today I'm joined with a girl Victoria Queen. She's a radio presenter on Q Radio in Belfast and she's on the line to speak to me about radio and the music life. How are you keeping, Victoria? I'm good. You know, this is my first podcast, so I'm I'm way bit nervous. Hopefully you'll go easy on me. But no, I'm really excited to have do we better radio nerd in this afternoon, you know? Absolutely. It's it's brilliant to have you on, Victoria. It really is. And um, just firstly then awesome. going, going Thanks on Thanks for having me. Absolutely, no problem. And um, just going on radio then and stuff, Victoria, like how did you get on how did you get on radio? Like and what made you get into radio? Oh my goodness. So this is quite the story. So I am twenty what age am I? I'm twenty-four now. And yeah. I actually I never had interest in radio presenting before. But yeah. whenever we did work experience in school when I was sixteen, yeah. I'm so lucky to have been placed in a local radio station in Belfast. And yeah. honestly, I still say this to this day, it was one of the best weeks of my life I when I was there loved absolutely everything about it I kind of loved how radio was so chaotic and you didn't know what was going to happen yeah. each day being surrounded by music all those different things that's yeah that's, so at that point I decided what were you gonna say yeah that's that's unbelievable because like I see you're doing a you're doing a radio show and stuff and like I was just doing a bit of research you you, you started out on a student show was it uh, was it um Victoria you started out doing a student show or something, I think it was. Yeah, sorry, there was a wee, there was a wee delay there. Um, so yes, interestingly, I did that first video experience when I was 16, when I was still at school, and there was a girl that I met there that was presenting at the time, and she had actually said to me, she studied journalism at university, um, she thought it was going to go into news and then it ended up she met certain people and then that led her to the world of radio presenting so yeah. when i heard that i decided i was going to study journalism at university so yeah that's what I, I was studying journalism and then while at uni i was so involved um with student radio and everything and i have to say that was great it was very um yeah. it was good to get my air muscles up in terms of presenting but i look back at the things that i did on student radio and <laughs> compared to what I'm doing now, um, really, <laughs> like we I used to it. sit at the end of our show for, for 20 minutes and we would do BuzzFeed quizzes uh, yeah, yeah. and thought that this was brilliant radio content. <laughs> so uh, I was also co-presenting on that radio show. So to go from that, always having had someone else to banter you with and, you know, bounce off and it genuinely felt like you were just having a conversation to then go to where I am now where I'm presenting on my own and you're in this studio by yourself and you have to speak and make it sound completely natural it was it was quite the yeah. jump I have to say <laughs> I say I say it was class all right like and like you're, you're doing a you're doing a 10 p.m to one radio show at the moment I say that's I say that's a great buzz I'd say is it being on the radio at the moment and uh, I say it's a great buzz being on it at that time as well it really is, you know, particularly with the pandemic, I actually think what happened at the start with everyone working from home and stuff, I know yeah. a lot of breakfast shows, the interaction actually dipped because obviously people aren't getting up at the same time to make their commute to work, which is very unfortunate for them. But me, on the other hand, yeah. who starts work at 10 at night, 
<laughs> I feel like a lot of people, you know, they were up later, their routines were kind of up the left and a lot of people feeling quite isolated as well right now with the pandemic and everything. People have been up later and I've noticed in the last year, it could be because I've kind of got my feet under the table a wee bit more and, you know, people are interacting because they feel like they know me or it could be the pandemic. But what I will say is my interaction has went up a lot and um, there was a, a spike at the beginning of the last pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I love that. That's sorry, go on. Yeah, I, that's that's unreal because, like, for anyone at home, during these difficult times, now they can they can obviously plug in a, a Bluetooth speaker and just listen to the tunes at ten o'clock to one a.m. in the morning. It's 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 class, really. It's really good. It's it seems like a really good radio show. Yeah, and you definitely. Oh, I love it. And you definitely get a mixture too. So you get the people, you know, they've had one glass too many of wine and then they give me a wee phone call. And I'm like, right, I cannot put this out on the radio. So you get those people or, you know, people that are maybe having a wee party with their family and they're loving the tunes. But then within my show, I also do um, a slot between 11 and midnight, which is called Lovers Around 11. And that is all love songs the listeners request those love songs and they tell me the they tell me the stories as to why they're asking for those songs as well so i've had people you know like they've cheated on their girlfriend and they feel awful so they're asking me to play this song to say sorry i've had people that have announced they're having a baby getting in touch it's absolutely right you know like you go from one end of the spectrum the happiest stories ever to complete drama and i'm sat in the radio studio like oh getting you know, to see it yeah. all behind the scenes. That's, <laughs> that's, that's unreal. That's unbelievable. And, like, then go back <laughs> go back to uh, the first part in radio then, like, did, were you doing demos and stuff like that? And, like, did you su submit them to different radio stations around? Yeah. So whenever, uh, during my time at university, whenever I was home, over the summertime, I, I was very, I read somewhere online, it was really important to kind of make connections and get to know people within stations because then quite often radio stations don't advertise when they're looking for new presenters and stuff, you know, they'll kind of maybe see someone or know someone that fits the bill and, you know, it's a right place, right time situation. So when I was at home over summer while I was still at uni, I constantly, contacted a couple of local stations and asked if I could go in for work experience so awesome. I was just I was much like yourself so keen so I was sitting in on those um shows seeing how things went on behind the scenes and while I was also there um I'd asked <laughs> the poor presenters would they <laughs> listen to my demos and give me a wee bit of feedback uh so I've had you know I've submitted submitted several demos and I've had people from local presenters to my mom, who of course told me I was brilliant when really I wasn't. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Mission managers listen to my different demos. And um, yeah, so throughout those work experiences, I was doing doing demos as well. And I feel like it really took me through the demo process quite a long time to find my presenting style I feel like yeah. those early demos and people that I've spoke to in the industry they have said the same you sometimes try to mimic people that you admire so my Absolutely. early demos um other women within the Northern Ireland industry you know they would kind of have a huskier voice and they would speak <laughs> quite slowly 
Yeah. And I was trying to do that. <laughs> and there was a station manager. Sorry, go on. Yeah, that's that's unreal. And um, like, what? How many minutes would would be your uh, your demo then, um, Victoria? Like, how long would it be? Like, how long does it usually? How long can it be? Or the demo and stuff like that. I would say maximum. Maximum, maximum three minutes. I try to make mine too. I do know that for a fact because I, when I graduated uni, I actually sat on a panel. It was a student radio day, and there was an actual patient manager there, you know, speaking to these students, giving them advice, absolutely, on how to break into the industry. And one of the that he said he gets demos in all the time, and you know they're so busy. Rarely will they actually listen to the full two or three minute demos. They'll know within the first ten or twenty seconds whether this is worth continuing to listen to oh, and he said no one's going to sit and listen to a six or seven minute demo so there's a wee, a wee bit of information to take away with you there i get you yeah that's that's very interesting like so you, you'd always have to be kind of talking and stuff in the demo and just getting the getting good reaction from it, obviously as well definitely just going yeah just going in just going on the radio then, like, um, for anyone to get into radio, like, what advice, what's the best advice you would give to anyone uh, going for radio? I would, I would give probably mm, two bits of advice. So the first would be get your presenting experience up in any way that you possibly can. So that could be student radio, that could be community radio, it can be, you know, podcasting, like what you're doing right now, any way that you can, because I've, you know, like people reach out to me sometimes and they say, you know, I'd love to be on the radio, I'd love to do what you do. And yeah. when I ask them, well, what have you done prior? Like I had done student radio, lots of work experience. And then when I finally got my show and I, I was sat in the station by myself, pushing buttons, trying to talk to myself and yeah. make it so natural. It was so <laughs> difficult. So people that want to come in and think that they can just walk into the studio and do it, it's so much harder than it you is. think it's going to be. So first piece of advice would be get your experience up any way that you can. Um, the second piece of advice I would say is make connections. So very much like what you're doing with me right now, like the fact that you've reached out and you're having other radio people yes. um, on your show. Because what what ended up happening with me before, I, I've had two notable radio experiences when it comes to getting a job, I would say. So obviously yeah. I have my Q job now. And that happened because I was in on work experience in Q. I made connections. The people there knew me. They knew how enthusiastic I was. So yeah. when a slot came up and they were looking for a female voice to fill it, they reached out to me. Um, yeah. So I knew they were recruiting, recruiting at the time. So oddly, I was already working on a demo to send to them. Yeah, yeah. That I know they reached out to me before I even got sent in that demo. Um, but before that, uh, there's another, uh, it was a breakfast show that's quite well known up here as well. And I've been in doing a lot of work experience with them. And they had actually, because they knew me, the girl, uh, the female co-host, she was all yeah. going to be off for a couple of weeks. And yeah, yeah. Said, Victoria, do you want to come in? And, um, you know, they, they wanted me to do, you know, like a test show and yeah. maybe come in and cover for her. Now, I ended up not being able to do that because I was about to go to Asia for two months. Uh, but both of my kind of 
big radio moments they happened because I had I already knew people and I'd been reaching out and constantly making them connections so those would be my two biggest pieces of advice that's 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 unbelievable Victoria that's brilliant that's brilliant for uh brilliant advice for anyone who who is looking to get into radio and stuff like that it's actually brilliant because it, it does take a lot of courage like you going into the studio and just talking on a microphone to lots of people because there, there there must be a lot of people tuning into your show i guess on the on the radio on the q radio yeah and it's really it's strange because growing up i did a lot of uh, performance stuff so i could be on stage in front of thousands of people yeah yeah and not get nervous okay thousands is an exaggeration actually like who do you think i am it was hundreds it was like so yeah. <laughs> local drama i'll not get ahead of myself <laughs> Uh, but, <laughs> but I wouldn't get nervous doing that. Um, but when I'm in the station by myself, I I've been doing this for over a year now, and I still do get nervous because uh, you, yeah. you're always told when you're on air, try to have a conversation where it's like you're just talking to one person in front of you, and when you're in a big empty studio. I personally find that more difficult than you would probably think. So I think that's why I get nervous because I try so hard to make it sound natural that I build it up to be more difficult than it should probably be, you know? <laughs> I get you, yeah. Because, like, it is it is a bit nerve-wracking. It, no, it is normal to feel like that way, too. Like, I'd be, I'd be, like, if I was sitting in that chair, I would be feeling the kind of the same way as you, feeling a bit nervous. But I, I, it is completely normal, I guess, like, as well. Um. Just, I just want to ask you a short, a short few questions. If that's alright with you, Victoria. I just want to ask you a few short questions. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, like, do do you rather uh, just go and buy a drink, uh, tea or coffee? Oh, I love questions like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I say green? Yeah, you can. <laughs> can I say green tea? Yeah. Yeah, green tea. I drink about ten cups a day. That's my answer. <laughs> yeah, green tea. Green tea is nice now. It is. I'm a healthy. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, would you rather soccer or hurling? Hurling. Oh, what was it? Soccer or hurling? Yeah, soccer or hurling. Yeah. Yeah, hurling's the same as camogie, isn't it? Yeah, hurling's the same as camogie. Yeah. So my mum played camogie lots growing up and Eva, she's in her 50s now and she still goes on about it. So I'm going to go for camogie. That's class. Yeah, no, brilliant. <laughs> um, favorite, favorite song right now, Victoria, right now. What's your favorite song? Oh, Taylor Swift, Willow from her newest album. I'm loving that. That's a great song, yeah. Like Taylor Swift, is mm. very, he's a very good artist. Uh, very good, very good tune. That's a very good tune, yeah. Oh, here, just got brownie points with me that you like Taylor Swift. She is my queen. I adore. Her. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Electric Picnic or uh, Bell Sonic? I hear Bell Sonic is a is a big festival up there in Belfast. Yeah, oh, I'm liking that you're bringing in the, the local aspect of Bell Sonic. Because I've never been to Electric Picnic, I would go for that, actually. I'd love to give it a go. 
Bell Sonic, like, tell me a bit more about that Bell Sonic, uh, Victoria. Is it a big festival up in Belfast? Because I've never been to it before, and um, like, I seem to be. Yeah, so we, I think we have two big festivals that do typically happen over the, so the summer. So we have T Vital and Bell Sonic. And I know they've had, I'm trying to think of people I've been to see. They've had the script, they've had Lewis Capaldi, they've had the Cooks. Um, so by Northern Ireland standards, relatively big names. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I absolutely really, really enjoy it. And um, yeah, I can't wait to get back to live music. I'm sure you're the same. Oh, yeah. Are you? I can't wait. Like I'm missing it so much, but um, hopefully we can. Hopefully we will be back by the end of the year. Hopefully, like just hopefully things get back to some sort of normality. Just, just Fingers crossed. If I'm down at absolutely. If I'm down at electric, hopefully I'll get to meet you in real life then. Yeah, definitely. Hopefully we can meet up in real life. It'd be brilliant. It'd be brilliant, Victoria. And yeah, take, take it day by day. Really, that's it, isn't it? It's all you can do, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Like, and just just stay positive. Really, that's that's the main thing. I think with this lockdown and stuff, just get out and stay positive. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think it's the good thing that has came out of it too is life has slowed down a wee bit. And I think if they were, you know, having the time to whenever you reached out to me about this podcast I was like 100% absolutely yeah. sure what else am I going to be doing whereas you know if life was so busy the way it was before I might not have had time or like you might not have had the time absolutely to even start doing this podcast and the fact that I feel like a lot of passion projects have been grown out of the pandemic yeah. which is one good thing like, you can say about it like absolutely there's always like a positive impact over as well like with this lockdown there's always like a positive impact about it because you can do you can do more stuff at home and you can do a lot more things if you get me. A hundred percent, sure. The way I like to look at things, it's if you look for problems, you're going to find them. But if you look for the positives, you're always going to find them as well. There's some good way to look at things, isn't there? <laughs> Definitely. Well, it's it's great. It's great <laughs> for you. Um, it's, it's been a great chat. I really enjoyed it, and um, it was brilliant to have you on the have you on the. I Yes, I've really enjoyed it too. I can't believe we've been chatting for so long. The time has been flying it. Thank you so much for having me on. It's been absolutely brilliant. Really has been amazing. And um, yeah, I hope to see you very soon when the lockdown is over. Uh, it'd, it'd be brilliant. Yes, 100%. It was great chatting to you. Thanks so much, Victoria. See you soon. No worries. Bye.